Hello and welcome to another 1905 podcast. Good evening, everybody, or morning or afternoon, depending on when you're listening. Uh, Ash here. Um, but tonight, Rick is actually going to host the podcast, so I'm going to hand you straight over. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> this is this is a stitch up job. <laughs> this is a, this has been planned before we've even come on. I don't know what you mean. We don't know. Yeah, what you it couldn't be us. <laughs> Ash didn't prepare, oh, so he's covering you. <laughs> So he's palmed it over to me, is he? Are you ready? Well, well, I quit. <laughs> so do I. All right, all right. We won't, we won't be so horrible because I don't want a podcast of just me talking to myself. Um, I will. I will yeah, appease both of them. No. Um, as you can tell, listeners, I am joined by Ricky and Tracy, and as you know it. With them, I, I, I wish we could say the gloves are off, but with them, I feel like the gloves are always on. They they push and pull a little bit, they hit each other a little bit, but um, they remain friends. That's they're literally middle fingering up at each other at the moment. So, um, how how are you both doing, Trace? You all right? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Rick, how are you, mate? Yes, I'm very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Obviously, I just good. want to draw attention to the fact that we are not joined by one Jordan Court tonight. Oh, yeah, sad times. Uh, that's a shame. No Suez Canal trivia, which no. is devastating. No, Sweet. like laughing loudly, like over nothing. <laughs> no laying no, down no. in the dark. But but in my favour, no repeating any questions. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, very true. Should we, should, we, should we give a little bit of background as to why Jordan's missing tonight? Yeah, I think we should. Yes, please. Um, I have it on good authority that he's on a date. <laughs> um, I don't know if the chicken shop's the right kind of place for a first date, to be honest. <laughs> I, think, I think we should ask our listeners, actually. Right, any, anybody listening, once, as soon as you get to this bit, keep your listening app, Spotify or Google or Apple, whatever, keep it open, keep listening, but just quickly jump to Twitter and quickly tweet us and Jordan. Yeah, and can just, you make just, sure just... it's it's at 1905 underscore and at Jordan Court 94. Can you make sure it's both of those tags, please? Yeah, both, both of those. And just let us know, let Jordan know, if you think a chicken shop is the right choice for a first date. <laughs> I'm actually really, I'm really interested, and tomorrow I might even do a poll just to reinforce oh, the uh, we've got results. <laughs> we've got to, yeah, yeah. Um, but, Jordan no, needs I, learning. I'm having so... a nice time. I'm having a nice time. Take yeah. away chicken, two meat. Take away chicken, two meters apart. What could go wrong? Um, <laughs> Take away chicken we... and a Travis Scott album. It'd be buzzing. <laughs> Honestly, got, um, best date ever. Technically. We have got two games to talk about, but we're not going to really, I don't think. Oh, we, got by, we got hammered by West Brom. I was looking forward to the West Brom talk. <laughs> <laughs> you, fucking, you would do. Victor Meldrew there. Yeah, he loves it. Element. Believe it. I've been in my element. Um, yeah, we, we didn't turn up. It was shit all round. And we'll, we'll, mention, we'll, we'll, we'll mention it in passing as we talk through the the Champions League um, quarterfinal. Champions League quarterfinal, first leg. Yeah. It's where we belong, isn't it? We're back where we belong a little bit. It I know feels Lee like Paul's... it. Feels like it. It Thanks does. The wonderful Tommy T. Tommy T. The wonderful Tommy T. The one who that made us lose 5-2 to Bur- Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for... <laughs> Birmingham. Oh, I forgot he plays in all the positions. <laughs> <laughs> he does, actually. The Tommy, train, the, the Tommy Tuchel train clearly doesn't run through West Brom, thankfully. No, it just got stuck at the station, I think. Didn't it, Yeah, but complete breakdown that day. Yeah. The Tommy Tuchel train. It ran out of um, steam. I'm going to no comment that remark. Yeah, because so, you know you can't fight us. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I guess 
we'll do it as we sort of normally do it, and we'll just go through the lineup, the performances of those individuals in the lineup, the substitutions, um, whether they were right, whether they were timed right, etc. In our opinion, in our humble opinion. Uh, did, did, yeah, did it doesn't mean for much, Twitter. really, does it? <laughs> you can tell I've had a wine. Dear Twitter <laughs> listener, um, it's okay to have different opinions, all right? Uh, it's, yeah. okay. it's okay. Um, so people getting well stressed on the timeline. Uh, it's a fucking strange place, Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's mad. I genuinely thought, I genuinely thought <laughs> that, that, um. I just thought people would be happy regardless. It was a pretty good result, wasn't it? 2 0 in the result. first leg, technically away. Yeah. I mean, the away goals don't count for anything, but we've got a two, we, we literally, we've got a 2 0 handicap going into a, what, a single must win game. Yeah. Take that all day well, long. We can draw or win. So we could and, still lose 1 0, can't we? And go through. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we um, played at our best, um, no. and we still. But you know, in <laughs> fuck it, let's just dive straight in. In those sort of games, you need a moment of magic from someone who can change a game. Um, it doesn't appear that many of the attacking players in our team have that in their locker at the moment um, to just simply take the ball by the horns. Like we saw a lot of footage of Drogba recently um, shared on the timeline and stuff. And Diego Costa scoring against West Brom where he made a goal for himself. And it's those moments where you, like someone just creates something out of nothing in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what Mason Mount did, but it was a moment of magic from Mason Mount. Oh, that, that turn. Alliteration. That turn, though. Oh, honestly, I love that boy. The only thing I did want to just... ask... Oh, no, go on, mate. No, you go first, Tracy. After you. Wow, he's been oh, a gentleman. Chivalrous. Wow, chivalrous. Chivalrous. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery. I can't. Yeah, he, see, he's nice. Oh. He's nice to the listener, and then he sticks his finger up at me. Um, yeah, he does. He literally <laughs> I does. Just, <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Like, I was a little bit perplexed about the Kai Falls Nine thing again because I don't understand the point of having Giroud. Not in that side, in that multitude of game. Tammy not even in the squad. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a worry. And unfortunately, that, that false nine experiment, for me, it only worked against Everton, and we've tried it a number of times. Well, seeing, now, as, so. seeing as we are there already, Kai Havertz didn't create a single chance or have a shot, and he didn't even attempt a single take-on in the 65 minutes he was on the pitch. That's not good enough at this level. That's not good enough. I know it, uh, the service, the rest of the team needs to perform well, but for me, like I like I say, a moment of magic. You need to be able to create something out of nothing. You need to be able to create the space to play someone else in or do something. Um, I watched with Rick, Luca, and he yeah. literally was having an argument with his friend, who's also Chelsea, and he was t- telling Luca just, just like, you know, Kai Habits needs time. Now I think we've all said that, and we all understand why, but. In that game, in that moment, Luca was literally saying, I just want him to stick his foot in somewhere. He's he's tracking the opposition player for the run. He's not getting closer to him. He's not moving to try and intercept him. He's just running with him, like at the same distance. And he said, it just wasn't, it just doesn't look alive. And I had to agree with him yesterday. And I think I know that, you know, he's had a tough year. Get it. But I think if you're not, if you're literally just running alongside an opposition player who's got the ball, I don't know how good that looks on you, to be honest. Another thing I noticed he did was, um, I I noticed it more when Giroud did come on because the ball was played into Giroud and he jumped to chest or head the ball um, back back to goal. So he's bringing players into play, you know, his hold up play. And I feel like Kai Havertz last night, um, against Porto, if a ball was played in over his head, he would just feel like he, he looked like standing there was enough of a job, mm. and that was all he needed to do. There was no real effort or intent from him to be a nuisance and try and get that ball um, as much as I think he should have. Rick, what do you think of Kai Havertz in general at the moment, and specifically against Porto last night? 
Um, I think when he come back in, I think as you alluded to earlier, the Everton game, he was very impressive in the Everton game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought in parts as well, in the Leeds away game, I thought in parts, I thought his movement was good. Um, I don't think last night was, I don't think it was the right game for that, if I'm a bit, I don't think it was a game that suited him or Werner, to be honest. I don't think either of them really contributed anything. Um, Werner, you always get a bit of work rate. Um, I, yeah, I just don't think it was the right game. You needed Olivia Giroud to occupy, you, you needed him to... He needed to be there, standing on those two <laughs> centre arms, occupying yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and especially someone like Pepe, he's a, he's not. I wouldn't say he's a soft centre half. Pepe, he's got a bit he's, about him. He don't yeah. mind sticking his foot in. He's, he's a bit naughty. Yeah, he's a bit yeah, naughty. He's got, he's got he's got a bit of bastard about him. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably possible. Yeah, you just stand on him, occupy him. Yeah. yeah. Probably did that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I, I I agree. I agree with both of you. I think we, we need a bit more there, especially with Giroud on the bench. And for me, if you've got Giroud on the pitch instead of the bench, you need another striker, an actual striker on the bench. And uh-huh. it's so sad to see Tammy getting frozen out. And there's rumours that he's on the list of players players that Tuchel wants to sell. And I I just want to put my, um, I get, well, I guess pick my side out loud. And that is, I'm on Tammy's side. I, I think I'm pro Tammy. I think we should keep him. Um, I like what he offers. He's young. He's 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 learning the game still. Yeah, but. I well, I agree. I just think you know. <laughs> I mean, I know it says a lot that he's not even played much recently, and uh, he's still our top scorer. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, it, it's frustrating for me. I. I think that that boy has got, yes, an awful lot to learn, but I have seen improvement now from last season. And I do feel like had he been given a chance, we probably would have returned a little more uh, goal-wise. Um, yeah. I just, uh, it's, it's a difficult one because we don't really know what's going on. Um, I mean, I've seen people sort of slate him for not, signing a new contract and all that. Well, he's still got two years until the summer. I don't even think that's an issue, to be honest. I, think he's I don't probably... think he rates him, does he? It just doesn't seem like he rates him. No. Well, yeah, well, I mean, the way that he's, you know, he's uh, Tammy has supposedly been fit, but not even to make he's the fit squad. Now. now, isn't he? He's definitely yeah, fit, isn't he's he, after been, that ankle knock? He's been fit for yeah. about three weeks and he's not, not been in, so... Oh, yeah, he doesn't unless, rate unless... him. He's not going to be there next year. And the, the thing is, the manager's going to be there. He's going to be there unless we completely capitulate in the league and fall right down the league. He's going to be there. But for how long? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so he's, again, I think he's there. He's there for half of next season, isn't he? At the very least, seeing how we start next season. But again, as you just said, short-termism. Yeah. I I just think it's... Yeah, it's it's, it's that short-sighted, the short-termism. Same thing that saw us let go of De Bruyne, Lukaku, Salah. I'm not saying Tammy Abraham's going to go on to the levels that those guys have, but... No, I don't think he will, what, if I'm what, being honest. What, I don't think he will. We, what, he's a good squad player. He's a good squad player. Yeah. Not, not only that, I think he, he he's learning. And if, he should be given the he same opportunity to learn and to play. Um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see it. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, we don't really know what's going on at the moment. I mean, everyone's bloody arguing in training and having fights and all sorts. Can I don't know but, whether you had the um, stats for um, that game. Poor like, had, go ahead, be my guest. Poor had twelve shots. We had six. They had five on target of their twelve. We had three of our six. Obviously, score two. Uh, passing accuracy, uh, 79% for Porto, 85% for us, and possession was 40% to Porto and 60% to us. Mm. So, one question off the back Personally, of that. Personally, I never. Go on, mate. And then I was just going to say, in regards to the stats, I'm, I never really, from a personal point of view, I never felt really worried at all, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think we do control a lot of the ball, which means we control most of the match. Um, but I just want to pull up on the one... The first half hour, though, we didn't really 
take the game by the scruff of the neck, did we? We kind of just let them play. We don't think we got out of our half that much in the first half. Well, hour. first ten minutes, first ten minutes, we we looked all right, and then it was all them for seventy minutes after that. Then they had Pretty a much. little. But they mm. um they do they 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 they're not they're no mugs you know they're no mugs um regardless you don't of get, in the league yeah you don't get to the quarterfinal of the Champions League by pure luck I'm sorry like you deserve to be there and he got I think they've saved their best football they have saved their best football for that competition as well because they've been shit in the league yeah yeah but they, you don't you don't get past the fucking Ronaldo led Juventus team by being average and lucky. No. Right? They've had to work hard. Over two They've decades, been very tight defensively as well. Yeah. So, I mean, of that though, of those stats, they had 12 shots. Seven of those were from were set pieces. So, my question then is, is this the fucking falling over, rolling about, fucking oh, yes, they typical mad. UEFA shit? And a they team of terrible. fucking, yeah. But are we giving away too many fouls in dangerous positions? Are we potentially giving the ref the decision to make? Mm, yeah, well, no. I think in, in some of the cases, if not maybe majority, I think they were just very good at deceiving. And uh, they're only oh, ever going to... Yeah, they're only <laughs> going to do that in an area that means that they've potentially got a chance to, to capitalise on it. So there's no point in falling over in their own, you know, their own half. They 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 played that game brilliantly. Like mm. that was their tactic. I mean, they were missing what a couple of their top players. Um, their two top goal scorers. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, which is why it was actually vital that we go into the second leg in this position. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was a bit worried that one weren't enough for the minute I tweeted it that he scored, so I was quite happy about that. That was that, funny. But, yeah, yeah. That. that. was really funny. But I just thought, yeah, I think they they weren't stupid. They knew that there was a slim chance of them scoring without those two Open players. Play, yeah. So they did everything they could. You can't, you've got to hold your hands up and kind of appreciate it in a way because if the ref's going for it, they got him where they want him. I'm not fucking I, I, appreciating that. I disagree. I'm not appreciating <laughs> that. If it was Chelsea, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think the ref was 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 too bad. Um, they he was um, all right. Certainly, much much better than what fucking Borussia Dortmund got against Man City. But then oh, I guess wow. the, shakes, mm. the shakes have probably spent a bit of money on that. Mm. Um, so we're talking about our defence, we stood strong. We, you know, okay, set pieces, twelve shots in total um, at our goal. But our defence did stand firm again. But that was leaving out Thiago Silva and bringing back Antonio Rudiger. How do you both feel about that? Starting with you, Rick. Um, I wasn't surprised. I thought, I think if he would have had sixty minutes or more in the game at the weekend. I think he would have started the Porto game. Um, yeah, but the, but the, the fact that he had... What, I don't even think it was even half an hour. It was under half an hour. Minutes, it, by the time it? It's not enough after being out for 10 games. Um, so I wasn't surprised. And in the end, once again, super Tommy T. It was the right decision. So I'm happy yeah. with that. I think my... <laughs> I'm going to obviously counter argument that because. Um, oh, what a surprise! <laughs> what a surprise! Prerogative. I I agree with Rick in terms of had Silver not managed to get sent off at West Brom, I think he would have been in the side last night. I think he's a definite starter. So he, it was not only our downfall against West Brom; it was our downfall in a way. I think you know, I didn't I didn't feel that. Rudiger, having had the incident on the training pitch this week with Kepa, I didn't think he deserved to be rewarded for yet again more bad behaviour. And he has been. And I think this is where we've got potentially a little bit of a problem with Rudiger because now I think he's a bit too big for his boots. Tommy's playing him regardless. Admittedly, probably didn't have much of a choice. But if Rudiger thinks he's like the big cheese now, he's not being proved any differently. All right, Stormzy. <laughs> Too big for <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah, I I agree. I I think it. I think we actually missed Rudiger um, against West Brom. Um, I well, think we missed Silver. Was a tr- we missed Silver against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> Zuma, but what I, Zuma what, was atrocious against West Brom. I just need to put that out there. He was atrocious. Yeah, yeah I think like looking at the game, how the game started against Porto last night, um, they were pressing very high up. I think they just looked at what West Brom did, and they just tried to replicate that. Which they tried you to do would something do. similar, didn't they? You, yeah. you, of course, you would. That's the obvious thing to do. And I think that put us under a lot of pressure. So we found ourselves from early on in the game looking for a, a long ball from the back from the back line a long ball forward. And more often than not, that seemed to fall to Christensen and he couldn't find a pass. He couldn't find a long pass. He was kicking it out all the time um, or overhitting in the wrong direction. And I think we struggled. I think had Silva been there, I think his, his ability to pass, for, uh, you know, pass at range would have helped us actually to re- relief, relieve the pressure. Um, I just want to counter you on the Andreas Christensen thing because... Um, this game in numbers actually is decent. He had... I'm, I'm just talking about the passing out from the, the at the start, the first 20 minutes. Oh, okay. When we were, when we were trying to relieve the pressure, um, it wasn't just him. He's no. the name I've picked out of the back three. But uh, Asby Laqueta did it a couple of times as well, where the, he's played a ball in and uh, we saw the forwards turn around going, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I mean, I do want to still give you his stats because they, they are pretty incredible. They are pretty incredible. 95% pass accuracy, 91 touches, six clearances, six accurate long balls, five aerial duels won, three ball recoveries, one interception and one clean sheet, obviously. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is... Uh, when we when we all talk about uh, our boys who are made in Cobham and the academy graduates, Christensen's not getting that title, yeah, and I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why because it ain't he's just Reese James. Well, no, I think it's just people forget. I think you actually forget. He went away. Who did he play for? Um, Gladbach. He went on loan to um, Gladbach. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so he kind of fell out of your sort of radar on that front and you're looking at the younger ones coming through but Christensen is still young he's still an academy graduate and I actually think he has a really decent game so I think he's I think he's come on leaps and bounds this, this yeah, season really I, has. I, I mean we were we were scared of him let's be honest we all were like oh, oh my god yeah <laughs> if anyone's to go like it probably <clears throat> needs to be him and now I'm looking at it and thinking right okay well He's been given a chance and he has actually taken it. With yeah, hands. I just think what we were doing early in the game, what we were doing is we were we were just hitting long balls to nobody. And then it was a, wave was, a, wave, a wave was coming back at us. And then we'd win the ball back, hit another ball aimlessly. That's not football I want to see, particularly. No, no, no. Um, we were very unsettled for much of that match. We, we yeah. didn't look in complete control. The only thing I will add quickly to the Andreas Christensen stats is that he's kept a clean sheet in each of his last 11 starts for his club and country. That's pretty Yeah, that's decent. Yeah. That is decent. I, I don't know whether to go with, improved. like, what's, where, where should I go in? Should I go defender stats or should I go clean sheets? Because that's what we're talking about. Which way, which way do you want to go, guys? Either way you want to go. Oh, you surprise me. Surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come on to the clean scenes. Clean sheen? Fucking hell. Clean sheet stats. Have another sip, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to there put his teeth um, back in. Um, <laughs> Reese James. So we, we, we're going to talk about, of course, we're going to talk about Chilwell, but Reese James, his stats against Porto 100% of all aerial duels won, 72 touches. Seven crosses, six duels won, six ball recoveries, five clearances, four tackles, which was the most from anyone on the pitch, one interception, and one chance created. He's a beast. He's a fucking beast, right? He was my why man of the match. Not, he he was my man of the match. Ask Tommy Clough. Yeah, there were so many times in that game, it just didn't get to him, and he was in the perfect position. Like, why yeah. are we not utilising him? He's a fucking I don't tank. Know. He, I know, but... he was my man in the match. He was he was yeah, our best player. I, I, I would oh, say him. <laughs> well, between him, Chilwell, and Mount for me, I would have happy been actually happy with yeah. any one of them three to get it. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I, I just love like it's become a new favourite little hobby of mine just to watch players bounce off of Reese James all game. <laughs> he's just <laughs> so, so fucking strong. Yeah, he's he is. Yeah. yeah, 
he, he really is. Um, but across the back line, I don't think anybody had a bad game. No, um, uh, Aspie uh, made more blocks than any other player uh, with three, yeah. putting his body on the line. So yeah, yeah, I thought again he like was on, he mate. was much better last night than he was at the weekend. I thought he was just as bad as Zuma at the weekend. I thought he was shit. I don't but think anyone covered himself in glory at the weekend, though, did they? Let's be honest. Um, no, I was thinking about this. Probably at the weekend, I'd probably say maybe Reese James, uh, 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 if you were really looking for somebody who yeah. could at least half hold their head up high, it would be him and only him. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. But no, I thought I was very impressed with Asbel because I thought he was shit at the weekend. Mm. But he came out and he played well last night. He was solid. Yeah, he, he was he was slip sliding around in the box, blocking things and stuff, you know. And it's that's the sort of stuff I love to see. Getting back and um, that's the shit. It, we love it, to see. It, 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 it does help him when he has Reese James playing in front of him. Hundred percent. I, I, I yeah. think that, that that's a, that's a dream for for Azpilicueta because well, we know Reece he's not getting it, yeah, he's not getting any younger. So Reese actually protects him. And allows yeah. Dave to do his Dave things without having to be bombing up and down the pitch every five minutes. Although he still manages yeah. to find his strength and speed at points, doesn't he? But yeah. with his little overlaps earlier in the season. But yeah, I just think um, it, it kind of shores up that right side and it allows Reese to go forward, which is what we need him to do. So yeah, Rick, sorry, I talked over you there. No, that's all right. I, I was just going to say the scary thing about Reese James is. I saw a stat. I don't know if it was fifty league games or fifty starts or whatever, but he's still like right at the beginning of his career. When you think about it, like he's not played many games at all. No. So like the the ceiling in his career. Oh, mate, the ceiling for improvement on him is fucking massive, and he's still very good already. So imagine how good he's going to be in like two. Three, four, five seasons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think he, I think he's the one that actually could end up like absolutely blowing like stats and you know like just games apart. Like he's going to be one of yeah. those players. Capu reincarnation. Yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, mate, he's got so much room for improvement, and he's very good already. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to say like. Careful. We didn't talk, yeah, no, cool. Need another wine. Um, I think uh, we we kind of touched on Mason Mount's goal, didn't we? But oh, I don't think I'd ever, ever get bored of seeing that goal again. Him and Chilwells last night were so fucking incredible. I literally yeah. was just like, it, it, the game to me just felt like, oh, it just, it, it I know you were saying earlier, Rick, that you goal. didn't feel that nervous about the game. And I I didn't. I just thought, it, you know, it is what it is. But I think that first half hour kind of made me feel a bit um, shaky. It was like watching Chelsea in an important knockout. knockout yeah, it definitely did. And, you know, it was edge of the seat stuff. Like, so those was, two goals just blew my mind. Yeah, the first goal. I mean, we, there's a lot that we have said and a lot of stuff other people have said about this sort of two-call possession led style um you know we got that fucking tweet from the official chelsea account about 800 odd fucking passes in a nil nil draw mm-hmm. um but the goal the mason mount goal before we talk about Jorginho's pass and mason's turn and finish there were about i don't know the exact number but there were there were probably over 20 passes in that loop mm-hmm. like it was that was total football that was that's how that's how it can work, but it can only work when you get between the lines, and we don't see that enough from Jorginho. We want to, we've all wanted it for ages. Um, I'd just like to say at this point, we're talking about Georgie. Is half uh, the reason I don't remember most of the game is my new Georgie game is absolutely uh, get me blottoed. Drink every time he points. It's a surefire way to Foxville. I'm telling you now. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do seem. To, Seems to drink more every time Georgie plays as well, and I don't even play that game. But um, <laughs> he, um, he, has, he, he did play well. No, he didn't play well. He played well in that move. I no, I think I think generally speaking, I think the team we were on the back foot. I think he had a fairly good game in possession. He had a good game, but I think my my, my main concern with him is out of possession. As we've seen, we saw against Porto, particularly in the early stages. We definitely saw it against West Brom. He gets turned. 
Like he, he's like the guy in Change Me's Car Park with forty trolleys. You know, he he, he turns that slowly. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Like it's like ten he minutes. Plays later, well, he plays well, but we missed Kante. We still miss Kante. And and I yeah, have but... to admit, I'm a little bit annoyed about the Billy situation. When you've got that when you've got that squad and you've got three left backs, I expect one of them to be removed for Billy, if you want me to be honest. Well, uh, and uh, you know, back to that Tammy argument, we've got eight defensive players on the pitch plus two left backs on the bench. And Tammy can't get on that bench, you know. That's <laughs> but um but the goal, you want to talk about the goal. I mean, there's things I want to come back to in our defence, but We'll talk about that goal. A lot of passes in the build-up. Precision, as Tommy Tuchel would say. Precision. Precision. Um, the main thing was the ball that unlocked it from, from Georgie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a great pass. It was... It, and people are hyping it up a little bit because of who it is. Oh, yeah. It's it, not like it, the world's greatest pass I've ever seen. It was a good pass. It was just really it, it good was, for Georgie. It was, it was the right pass. Rather than it being yeah, it like right a really pass good at the right pass. time, it was the right pass, the right side of the man. And I've I've gone fucking nuts on this podcast talking about how often we pass behind a man, but it just so happens on this occasion, Mount had his back to goal, so that was the right pass to play. But that would not be a goal without that first touch. <gasps> Great first touch. Great first touch. Honestly, Honestly. yeah, absolute silk. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I've... If only. I great don't. First touch, great finish. Yeah, yeah. Just complete composure Poetry as well. Poetry emotion is what you're trying to say, Tracy. Ooh, Poetry Rick. emotion. Ooh, I like I know, right? it. I know. I know. Wikipedia's here all night. Don't worry. Wikipedia. <laughs> <here. laughs> um, He's not having to steal one off of you tonight. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. It, it was oh. Fun. Hey, Ricky, you're right. It was oh, hold on a second. Have you fed that donkey, mate? Do you know what? I did think I'd be keep saying he's a no. fucking robot. He's just gone and proved it. He blew his own mind. Am with I that back amazing... now? Am I back now? You are back. Yeah. Sorry, we're just talking about yeah, you. So you're not here. <laughs> yeah, I told you. That's all right. Happens all the time, anyway. Don't worry. He had such a great. He had such a great thing going on there. His head exploded. Yeah, no, he had to feed, he had to, he had to, the, the donkey started chewing on the cable, so I had to quickly feed him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it was it was the right part, but that, that that touch, like to do that with, I think it was his it was his week, it was left footed that drag back, um, to turn outside, right like, to, to, to have presence of mind. I mean, that that wasn't even presence of mind. I don't think he even thought about it. I think that's just natural it was poetry emotion. It was, it it's was, that yeah, now. but I like it. It was because he looked, it just felt he looked so natural and comfortable, just literally in a split second. Gone, like, and in those situations, when you get in that, when you get in that position, and he realized he had sight of goal, the, the, the right thing again, Georgie played the right pass at the right time. Mason had to hit that hard enough to beat the keeper, drop into the floor. And towards the corner, across the goalie as well, and he's Always just done exactly what goalie. he needed to do, straight across the goalie, low and hard into the corner. Yeah, and um, can you? I, I just can't believe the that's the first is, Champions League goal. Well, mad. Yeah, I mean it is a bit mad, Country but then he's playing a little bit more. <laughs> he's playing a bit more forward now, isn't he? So I mm. guess now is the time for him. However, I was about to say. We don't really needed him up till now in terms like we our Champions League games have gone really well. But yeah. when you're in a bit of a hole and you need someone to step up, up pops as he, reliable. Yeah. As he did against Liverpool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in other games as well. Oof, you know, Mason he, he, Mount. He, he, I don't know how anyone he, can he, still let's, say. Let's, stupid let's not ignore things. the fact although the result didn't go away against West Brom and the performance was utterly garbage. Oh, like, Mount Mount came on. And he he did get a goal for us, and you know, he, he put a shift in. Um, he's he's adding goals now, and he? he's adding goals to his game, which is, is good. He, yeah. And and do you know what? And, he's look, the only and look one at on England as well. Look how well he played for England. Well, yeah, and he's the only one who ended three up playing. Oh, yeah, all three games ends up being dropped for West Brom. Thanks, Gareth Southgate. But yet, the minute he yeah, comes cheers, on, he, he starts changing the way we play. There's no denying that that boy is just. Tunnel vision, yeah, tunnel vision. He knows what he wants and he goes out and gets it. And it, unfortunately, some say, some say. Whilst we're talking yeah. about, whilst we're, whilst we're talking about his attitude, you'd love to see 
the attitude of Ben Chilwell. Oh. Who, there's a lot of rumours. Oh, Benjamin Chilwell, him, love him. Him, him stirring the pot about not playing and whatever. Um, which I don't who made necessarily that up? believe Someone it. Made I, that I, up. I, he comes across as a nice guy, and we don't know what's going on. Well, of course, we could speculate. Of course, we fucking could. But at the end of the day, we all said it. We all said it on a pod, and we tweeted it the other night. When everyone was saying, oh, well, Alonso's a, a, a natural left wing back, and, and Chilwell's never played there, we all said bollocks to that. He's better attacking. He's better defending. Let him learn. He's a better player. Yeah, he but, is a better player. Uh, he is. He's a better player. And as soon as the manager feels comfortable that, that he knows left wing back as opposed to left back, there's only one person who's going to be first choice, and that's Ben Chilwell. And the best thing for me was after the game Amen. when Tuchel went onto the pitch to... Um, he only had eyes for him, didn't he? Only had eyes for Ben Chilwell. He was only properly chuffed for him. And I reckon he's probably turned around to him in that moment and gone, that's what I wanted. That performance yeah, yeah. yesterday was what I wanted. Great performance. Yeah, honestly. So, I, mean, I think it's... Um, it's, it's it's actually really lovely as a fan to kind of now see that because I think personally I'm scared of Alonso. Emerson, he does a job, but he's not good enough in my opinion. Ben Chilwell was the only one in that position for me. And obviously with the change of formation and the change of style, it, it took a long time for Ben Chilwell to kind of get his chance. But thank fuck he grabbed that yesterday because I don't see how you drop him now. He, I mean, he has all the attributes to succeed in that position. Like we said, he was popping up um, early in the season with goals and assists, mm-hmm. right? So we know he we know he can do it going forward. Okay, Alonso pops up with a worldie or a free kick every now and again. Yeah, but he keeps but... assuming the striker position. <laughs> exactly. I think I think Alonso Alonso will score better goals. Chilwell will get more vital ones, I reckon, yeah, over, I over the same period save of time. us goals, Chilwell, as well. He's a better and defender. He'll save like, us goals. It was a regimented defensive performance from him. When we we did have our backs against the wall for large parts of the game. Let's In not parts. be like, yeah. let's not fucking beat around the bush. But to right, look, the ball said. forward, I, I don't even know who played that pass in the 85th minute. The ball forward went to the defender instead of Chilwell, but Chilwell closed him down. He created that goal on his own. He's he's basically the, the defenders had a bad touch. Chilwell's jumped on it, and it was just it was Fernando Torres, wasn't it? From that point onwards, honestly, Torres esque. <laughs> well, how brilliant though that he just even thought to himself, "Fuck it, I'm just taking, I'm doing it, just doing it." Yeah, I thought great I must admit, it. as soon as I, as soon as I realised how wide of the goal, I thought he's put and on his right foot. I thought, oh. Did you? I thought he might put this five, but he only just got it in the bottom corner. Ah, nah, come on. I had me and Nuka <laughs> were on our feet, like, yeah, like it felt like such an important goal, didn't Torres. it? Torres, felt like Torres. Yeah, it was such an important goal. But um, what I loved about it the most, though, he's through, he's one on one, and I was just expecting him to just shank it with his right foot. <laughs> <laughs> and expected to go out for a throw-in, but he just had the peace of mind to just slide it past the goalie and just run round him. It was very Torres-esque against Barcelona. It was great yeah, finish. Obviously, not a semi-final, but it was... No, it was, and it you can like sort of see... Nearly, It meant a nearly. lot to him as well, though, didn't it? It yeah. meant a lot to him as well. You could see it was kind of... As soon as he slid the ball into the empty net, it was a, you could just see it. It was like the weight just come Rel- off his shoulders. Relief. Like, oh, relief. relief, that's the word. Yeah, relief. Yeah. You know why, though, as well? Because I think he had the presence of mind to actually just take that on and just think, fuck it, I'm having a go. At that point, I mean, I think even we would have been happy going into the second leg with one goal. Two was one nil. better. But, you know, the one at that point, it felt like we'd at least secured that first leg. Yeah. Uh, so one for nil. him to pop up and just do that was incredible because he actually had to have yeah. some massive bollocks to do it, let's be fair. Yeah, well, I if think, he'd have bucked I think one it, nil... everyone would have been on his back. Oh, yeah. But 1-0 would give us a fighting chance. Um, I think 2-0 gives us a chance, right? Well, It's only our play, but... Yeah. And, and... We will be favourites to go through now. Yeah, I think when it makes them out, they actually tweeted like half time, and I think you wrote on it, didn't you? Um, You know, well, better to be going into that second leg 2-0 up. Like... Uh, everyone yeah. was excited. I mean, there's still some idiots on the timeline on Twitter today that just want to bring everything down. But uh, it, when no, you get to this I'm... stage in a, in a European competition, 
I just think, you know, less you can focus on the negative, sure, especially coming off the back of West Brom. Completely understand. But, you know, when you're when you're going into these games and, and you just need to win... It, I yeah, never look at your thoughts in the mouth. Absolutely yeah. not. And and it, and like you said, we've got such a fighting chance now. And said, don't get me wrong, they're going to give us a game. They haven't got their bar chance. Yeah. But, you know, I think we essentially it's in our hands now so it, it, it's up to us to fuck it up right let's not let's not like forget that the second leg against atletico we were missing mason mount we were missing Jorginho. yeah and and they had their better players back and we still we still done them we the still done is, them too and, and i really do stand by like my stance on tukau at the moment where he's he's still learning our league and the, the course, competition yeah. that he looks most comfortable in and, and is pulling off these results is the Champions League. If that yeah. geezer takes us and goes to win the Champions League, then we're going to forget about 5-2 at bloody West Brom. Of course. Of course we will. And Just I, um, to say, we've lost Rick for a minute. That donkey finally got him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just on that on that goal, though, again, like with um, the way to... Or did you see Mount's interview afterwards? Because he said the same sort of thing. He was like, I thought he was just going to hit it. You know, yeah. slice it off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's how much faith he had in old Chile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then again, like in the, did you see Tammy Abraham's story as well, where uh, he was like, uh, oh, they're taking the, taking the goal scorer's photo. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, did you score goals? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, still a mass, he's still a massive part of that team. Do you know what? And I think he is. And I think for someone so young, I do feel like he's got like old dead on young shoulders because he's been media trained by Chelsea. Like they 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 yeah. are so good at what they do in the academy. I mean, we that's why we're so fucking grateful for it and want to see like that come to fruition. Um, and yeah. I think with Tammy, like the way he reacted in the dressing room with Chilwell and Mount was just it's a playful side to him, you know, like him, you could. You can tell he just he was happy to be involved in some way, and his mates his mates had just scored like in in a Champions League quarter final. Exactly, like, he's, and he's absolutely exactly. buzzing for him. Yeah, absolutely yeah. buzzing. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a good thing with Tammy is it doesn't look like he takes anything too personally, and no. because you wouldn't be able to be that person regardless if you were feeling a bit hard done by and down on your luck. Um, would you react like that? I don't know. Maybe you would because they are your mates and you love them and you want to see the team do well. But yeah, I do. Yeah, the jury's a bit out on Tammy at the minute in terms of his future at Chelsea. But I, I want to see him get a chance. I don't think if he was to go like from now until the end of the season, no more games or only a bit part, I wouldn't be very happy with that. I feel like he's no. got, he deserves as much of a chance as everyone else has because you know. Georgie's still getting a game despite his awful performance against West Brom. Well, this is the other thing, isn't it? It's players who seem undroppable, and that will take us nicely onto Timo Werner. Um, when you've got others in the squad, Callum hudson Adoy, not getting much of a look in at the moment. Yeah, that's a bit frustrating um, too, if you want me to be honest. And yet Timo, who is struggling, and don't get me wrong, yeah, his work rate's great, but we didn't play to any of his strengths. Uh, no, because we, we, we couldn't find those accurate long balls over the top for him to run onto. We, you know, whether it was because of how they defended or whether it was because of our passing from the back, either way, we weren't playing to his strengths. You change that, don't you? You bring him off and put a player on who's going to get the ball at his feet and actually take a man on, like Callum Hudson Odoi, or pull a, a pull a sick maybe. I know he came pull on a later. Sick did come on, didn't he? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, he came yeah. on came on later. Yeah, but I was pissed like, by that point. Remember the Georgie game? He looked all right when he came on as well. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought he did. He looked all right. He smashed the crossbar, didn't he? You know that could have um, that would have put us two 0 up shortly before we um, we scored the second goal. Um, I want to know what goal, Rick thinks about Timo though, because he was alluding to it earlier and we didn't fully get into it. Um, what do I yeah, think about right. Timo? Um, I'm not yeah, surprised. No, he's, work, <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. No, his um, his work rate's a benefit to the team, but it wasn't it wasn't the right game for him yesterday. It just didn't suit him. And as Ash alluded to as well, the balls over the top and the through balls they were overhit the majority of the time. 
Um, Porto were very tight at the back, very compact. They were pressing well at the back as well. So he didn't, it just weren't the game. For, it, should he have pulled him off earlier? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, agree, mate. It, I agree. It, it, it well, Sandy should have pulled him off. I don't even think he should have started him, but that's a hindsight thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a game for him at all. Him and Havertz, it wasn't a game for them at all. That's they are both. It's, it's sad because they're two of, arguably, two of the more talented players in the squad based on previous seasons. And they are the two that seem to be struggling, him and Havertz, uh, the two Germans. But, you know, we, we all want our fortunes to change. Um, oh, yeah, hundred um, percent. The only thing I do want to ask, Vic, because we do argue all the time, but I'm I'm interested now after <laughs> after him saying that about Werner, like not playing to Werner's strengths. We also don't when Giroud is on the pitch. We don't always play to his. More often than not, we don't. So uh, who are we looking at then? Because I feel like a lot of the blame then gets pinned on a player. <laughs> but if the service isn't there, how much can you expect him to do? Oh, we've lost it. Oh, oh no, we haven't. No, we haven't. Yeah. No, I'm back. <laughs> he was well, I'm sort of hanging on by a thread here at the moment with my <laughs> internet connection. <laughs> that donkey, um, bloody hell. No, I, I think at the moment, um, I think Olivia, I think um, Giroud should be starting. Um, he should be, he should be starting up front. Um, I want Werner to start. Because I want him to, I want him to kick on and go we want on that run, moment. If I'm being yeah, we just want that one moment that's yeah. going to kind of define him and get him kickstarted. Um, but sort of. Oh, is he gone again? He didn't feed the donkey a enough. A little bit further. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Slow mo robot. Am I still here? I'm here, am I still here? Yeah, uh, you are. Am here. I still here? Am I still here? Am you I still are here? now. You're back. Yeah. You're back. You're back. How about now? Can you hear me? Am I still a robot, or can you hear me properly? No, you're good <laughs> now. Um, I'm good. Um, what was I saying before I went all robot? Um, <laughs> we want you. Were saying oh, we want fucking Wi-Fi we, and donkey. You, were, you can all fuck off. Um, <laughs> you were saying we want that moment. That moment from Timo. Yes, and what I was saying was next season. There's going to be a lot of pressure on Werner and Havertz because there's going to be, right, you've had your first season now. There's no excuses for either of you now. So you've really got to hit the ground running from game one. And them having a pre-season under their belts as well, there's going to be a lot of expectation on them too and they need to step it up next year, both of them. And that is my argument for anyone who kind of wants to have a pop. I mean, I must admit, Havertz yesterday just was not impressing me at all. Not not, not even on a work rate level. So uh, I think with, with Timo, there's more of an argument that he's bringing more than goals. Goal contribution is as good as a goal, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think my caveat when anyone is talking about them, is can we judge them next season? Because this has not been a normal season. They have had other things to contend with. Habits has had injury. Habits has had COVID. COVID, sorry. Empty stadiums. Empty stadiums. Like, it's, they're not, you know, they, they don't get to know their surroundings. They don't get to see their family. You know, there's a whole heap they of things that I... They have to expect to be judged. They have to but expect next season, to be judged next season. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think we always can quite honestly say that you would expect a player coming from a different league in a different country to... You know, you're not expecting them necessarily to hit the ground running. And we would say maybe a season to get to know the league. So I think... Yeah, next season, yeah. it is going to be season, all on no their shoulders. Excuses. No, there there's isn't. no excuses next season. It's from next the ground um, running, game one, bang. It's got to be straight away. Yeah. Let's not forget, though, we, we, we do have a curse on strikers. But anyway, apart from that, um, just look at look at the uh, the, the women's league, WSL. Sam Kerb, got to be oh. honest, she looked, pretty shit. she looked pretty shit last season. This season, she can't stop scoring. Can't Firstly, stop it. She's an absolute And there are a lot of question marks over her. Oh, yeah. I suppose you can turn it around. Yeah, um, yeah. But whilst we're talking about... I'd like to, her to, to come... I'd like her to move to the men's team. I reckon she'd do all right, you know? <laughs> yeah, with Frank Kirby... Yeah, we do with her to put ball in the back, well, isn't it? Yeah. 
Mm. Frank Kirby, Emma Hayes, and uh, Sam Kerr. We'll have all of them, please. Yeah, um, that'll do. So, uh, by, by scoring that second goal from yeah, Chile, oh, we can't ignore the parallels with 2012. We can't, right? We just can't because we want to oh, dream. We I don't want to do dream. it. No. We want to dream, right? We lost no. West Brom at home that season as well. Yeah, we did. Um, Stop tempting us, Ash. I expected that. All right. From you. So, <laughs> so, that is the first time, right? With Chile scoring the goals, that is the first time <laughs> since March 2012 that Chelsea have had two English players score for them in the same Champions League game. And that was... Frank Lampard, John Terry. Napoli. Napoli, second leg, Champions League knockout. It was, it was a round before, admittedly, wasn't it? Yeah. But... but it was it, a round of 16. Just, oh, there's so many things that are kind of, like, alluding to the fact that this could be our year. And I really... I hate it, but I love it. I like the parallels. Yeah. I like all the things that are coming together that seemingly make you feel like it's against all odds. Exactly what 2012 was. But I, I don't... I, I, I want to dream, but I don't want to dream. I think no, it's the hope, it's the hope when... that kills you, people. No. It's the hope that Bollocks. kills you. <laughs> I'm not expecting anything. I'm not expecting anything. You know, I'm a Chelsea fan. Like, look how many cup finals we fucking lost in before we actually started winning stuff. We, you know, it's just, it, it's just what is Chelsea, you know? No, I'm not sorry. Dreaming yeah. I'm not dreaming yet. Not no, yet. and not sorry, yet. if we're going to end up eighth or ninth in the league this year because of some of our very awful fucking performances, Champions League is the only thing now that will make us forget. So Same, same in 2012 though, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. There's so many things, but I just, ah, oh, you know, when you feel like the minute you dare to think is the minute right. you jinx it. Trace, you play the lottery sometimes, all the time. What? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I won a lucky, lucky dip last night. How much did you win? <laughs> just a lucky dip. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's when my you, luck. When you when, <laughs> uh, when you when you played lottery, right? Yeah. Have you ever spent time between paying for the ticket and the draw itself? Have you ever spent time thinking about what you'd do with the money? Never. Every evening when no. I play that. That's bollocks. <laughs> that is bollocks because Never. me and you have had a conversation no. about it. Not between, me paying for, not between me paying for the ticket and, and the draw being done because it comes out on direct debit and I don't know anything until I get sent an email saying, ooh, you've won a prize. And then you go and look and it's a lucky dip. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, you've, you have, you have, I know how I would, before. everybody does it. You dream yeah, it. I know how I'd spend the money, but I think, yeah. That, and, and actually, on that analogy, I think there's less chance of me winning the lottery than there is of Chelsea winning the Champions League. There you go. There however, you go. We're going to win it. However, <laughs> oh, Ashley, honestly, you're just going to jinx this and then we're going to have to absolutely break you the way we do Jordan every time. I won't fucking do, comment from 905. Do, all you've got to do is make sure you order fucking beer. That's it. Simple as. This is true. I've got some more coming tomorrow. So, um, on those goal scorers, um, as well as th that particular alignment of stars, perhaps. Um, Mason Mount becomes our youngest ever Champions League knockout goal scorer. Aww. Youngest ever. Love that. Was, love that for him. I just, oh, you can't love the boy, I don't know. Don't know. He is incredible. He is incredible. Weirdos don't just, love him. Only weirdos don't. Only weirdos. You're right. The ones that have people in their cupboards and live in basements. Those ones. And feed, feed donkeys. Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, feed donkeys. Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, can't keep seeing it all. Yeah, he certainly a does. Of, a couple of things I want to talk about before we close. Um, uh, so, yeah, ring the last orders bell. Um, ding, 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 ding. In defence, behind the defence, we had Mendy in goal. Um, and, again, I, I, he didn't have a great deal to do because he blocked a lot, but... He did. He, he was there when it mattered, and I think in the ninety, uh, not ninetieth, like 80th minute, they they swung across in, um, and they were chasing an equaliser at the point, and he came out to the penalty spot, ten foot in the air to catch the ball, and it was just those, those moments. Just his arms, like, yeah. Yeah, I just felt comfortable at that point. I was just like, yeah, we've got a goalkeeper that's going to come out and just claim that fucking ball. Well, hasn't um, he like hasn't he gone like seven hundred minutes now or something in? Without... Well, it's seven. It's seven clean sheets in his first eight Champions League appearances. Yes, I saw um, that. And then I think I have another. Which is pretty bad, is it? 
Um, I haven't seen the number of minutes, but since Tuchel took over at Chelsea, the 27th of January, no single goal play- goalkeeper playing in the top five European leagues has kept more clean sheets in all competitions than Mendy. Even over Petr Cech? No, since Petr Cech's not playing at the moment. <laughs> since oh. Tuchel took over oh, on the 27th sorry. of Jan. Since then to now, Ooh, Mendy's nice. kept 10, nice 10 clean sheets across like all competitions. No one else has come close to that. And also on that, oh, which is bad. more of a... Um, oh, just to compare him to the other Chelsea goalkeepers... Oh, can I? Sorry, the stat, the stat I saw. I just wanted to jump the minutes, in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Edward Mendy is yet to concede a single goal from open play in the UEFA Champions League for Chelsea. Seven hundred minutes and counting. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, there you nice. go. Nice. Um, that is a good stat. And then, so we're, we're looking at the parallels. Looking at the other Love keepers in our stat. squad. Mm. With Kepper and Caballero still in the squad. Last season in the Champions League, we played six games. Kepper conceded. Oh, Kepa played six games, conceded nine, kept one clean sheet. Caballero played two games, conceded seven goals, no clean sheets. Mendy, in <laughs> eight games this season, seven clean sheets, conceded one goal. And that was a penalty. In terms of, right? But in terms of save percentage, because let's not forget, like, it might just be that Mendy's just not facing as many saves or whatever. Caballero's oh, save percentage know. in the Champions League, 46%. Kepa, 59%. Mendy, 96%. Wow. Wow. It's a massive jump up. And he's been getting some stick recently. I don't understand. And that's it. Um, so, big up, Eduard Mendy. Big up, big arms to the Mendy. Um, and one final thing on the, on the, on the defence. Um, well, we haven't even mentioned Kovacic. That kind of tells you everything about his game, I guess. Yeah. Anyone want to add um, anything to that? Like, he, I think he grew into the game, but yeah, we missed him for the first was, 60 minutes. Meh, yeah, there wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about Kovacic. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, to be fair, though, he's had some decent games recently. And if everyone else is allowed to play, let's give one to I thought he looked a bit tired, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I thought he looked agree. a bit lethargic. And I was so happy when Kante came on. It was just nice to see him. Oh, he was fit first thing and able he did was dribble on. it up the pitch and took oh. them all on. Slipped over and was back making a challenge in three seconds. You love to fucking see he it. Needs to, he needs to start Saturday and mm. start for the second leg as well. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I'm so glad because obviously France tried to ruin be it. So I was, well, I'm just glad that he actually even Much played the bench for, for yesterday because... That I was surprised he made the bench. Yeah, I was too. So to actually have him on that pitch and doing his canteen... We're a better team it. when he plays. Much better team when he plays. Yeah, I agree. When, you when, when you're 1-0 when you're up in a knockout Champions League game, 10 minutes left, you can bring on Kante and Thiago yeah. Silva. That's cheating, isn't it? Yeah, it's cheating. <laughs> it is a cheat code. Yeah, it's a cheat code for the Champions <laughs> League, that is. Um Cool. Code. Thank you, guys. I think I think we've 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 dug into it enough. Um, oh, thank you, Ash. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome, mate. Um, obviously, we've only got a week a week before the next uh, leg. Um, yeah. So I don't know whether we, we we might end up twinning the post Palace podcast. All the alliterations and that, isn't it? Um, the post Palace well podcast well with a post the post Palace podcast with a post Porto podcast. Could be. Um, and I've had a bottle of wine. Say that fast um, three times. <laughs> but, uh, but we will be back uh, one way or another. I just want to finish up on one particular note. A defender that oh, we've Jordan didn't start... pay for her. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I love a that. Defender... I love that. That's a proper stitch <laughs> That's a teaser. That's a teaser. <laughs> that is a teaser. I am um, on... Yeah, I want to finish up by talking about Cesar Azpilicueta because we touched on his performance and how good it was. We spoke about it at the top of the pod, but it was his 150th time wearing the armband, El Capitan. It takes a lot under a number of different managers to keep the armband for 150 (laughs) games at a club like Chelsea Football Club. We signed him for, what was it, 7 million from Marseille. He came from... What people would call a farmer's league. He came over 
and I mean, he's been a professional ever since. Um, so Nothing. I just want to big him he's up. A you know, professional. Let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest, you know, he's not going to be around forever. I can probably see him being part of the squad next season, if not playing very much. Maybe um, a John Terry season next season. Like in like his last. I, I want to. I, I just want to make a point of saying, um, as much as we said we'd love to be fans in the stadium to see Thiago Silva play, um, to cheer a Mason Mount goal, I really hope that we're all back in the stadium before Dave plays his last game for Chelsea. Yeah, hundred percent. He, he <laughs> no. cannot go without a crowd. Yeah, he no, can't go no. without a crowd. We are in that. We are in sacrilege. That. Yeah. Chelsea, marching on. 2-0 victory into the next leg of the Champions League quarterfinals. And we Eek. didn't have Jordan to sing the Champions League theme tune. But, ladies Would and gentlemen... Would you like me to do it? Oh. oh, You can sing us out. You no. know Tracy can sing us out. And then we'll get Jordan to sing us in with it next time. So, thank you and What's good What's he going to sing? The chicken chop song. <laughs> <Friday night. laughs>